If you're looking for a new way to support the podcast, check out W.GG, an energy supplement company trying to make a difference. There, you can use code SIDEMISSION for 10% off your order. Thank you to W for sponsoring this episode, and we hope you enjoy. Welcome in to the newest episode of Side Mission. I, like always, am your host, Rusty Ellis, joined by just one of the boys, Kyle Lynch, and we've got a returning special guest. You know him. We love him. Well, we tolerate him sometimes, but we love him enough to have him on these episodes. Darius Horton, welcome back, my man. Going on, man. I enjoy doing our last conversation, so I'm looking forward to talking more fighting games and more uh, more video games in general. Definitely about Tekken that we have coming up. Games that I whip your ass in, right? Ah, the. You know, that's a good way for me to get embarrassed because the one time I ever played Darius and Tekken, he actually beat my ass. So yeah, my bad, I, man. I can't, but I'll <laughs> always have I'll always have two K fifteen, so it's okay. Um, oh my god, the fact that we have never played two K since then, and I think it's just because you have that one win against me, and that I'm, will always I'm undefeated, never lost. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but anyways, we're talking about Tekken eight today. And I know that when we talked about Mortal Kombat 1 several months ago, well, yeah, several months ago at this point, God, that really feels like yesterday. Jeez. Uh, when we talked about Mortal Kombat 1, we, we all had pretty positive thoughts about it. We thought it was a really, really damn good game. I'm not going to lie, boys. I, I, I think there's a good argument that Tekken 8 might be better. Now, specifically, I think it might be better at some things, more so the gameplay, gameplay-wise, the amount of modes, the amount of variety that's offered inside said modes. I mean, the existence of Tekken Ball alone makes it, uh, gives it a little bit more variety. Um, the story, that's where things kind of get a little interesting. So, Darius, I'll start with you, and I know that, like, you don't play these games really for the story, but the way that I ha- I've had Tekken described to me, and I've played a few Tekken games, and I, I think that this is true for the most part, uh, where Mortal Kombat tells kind of a full story in each game, Tekken more or less tells a very, very small part of a larger story within each game. Do you find that to be true? And what did you think about this story as a whole? Yeah, I really, I, I think I do find that to be true uh, because I feel like with majority of the Tekken games, right? Like um, when you when you look at the history of Tekken, you know, obviously what's, what always stood taken apart from other fighting games is the fact that in the first one, every character in arcade mode always had a cinematic ending. And there was always an underlying story in Tekken as well of like the devil gene and how Kazuya ended up, you know, passing the devil gene on when you get to Tekken 3, how he passed it on to Jin. And it, it, it's pretty interesting. And that's kind of what I noticed about Tekken versus, like how you said, Mortal Kombat. Uh, Mortal Kombat definitely towards MK, even when you go back to Deception, but really in MK9, that's when you start getting the cinematic stories of, you know, fighting games, which has been a staple. Um, but in Tekken, it's always been more focused on, like, the arcade endings. Um, and I know they brought that back with the uh, character episodes now. Um, which kind of gives it a little nod back to, you know, taking one through five, I believe. Um, but like I said, they've always had a story mode. Uh, but the one thing I did notice, like Mortal Kombat took me like almost a week, you know, considering work and all of that stuff. But I've pr- I think I've beaten Tekken 8 story mode because I played it, I think around like three o'clock 
Um, and then I think I finished it like the next morning. Um, or I, I probably could have finished it that day, but I I enjoyed the story mode of of Tekken Eight, honestly. And when you break it down, because June has always been like this underlying staple of Tekken, because mm-hmm. you know she, that's the whole arc of the character Jin is that you know he's a tragic character. His mom passed away because of Ogre. And but June has always been a main staple in the game. So the fact that they tied her back in when, you know, uh, Jen is going through, you know, his um, like kind of like his mental conquest um, in the story and, you know, brings about a new side of him. I think that was pretty interesting um, because I'm going to be honest with you guys, like I haven't seen a more I would say like um, I haven't seen a more decisive battle in Tekken in a while um like how Rusty said I'm I use I enjoy the lore of Tekken but Tekken can kind of get complicated because you have you know the devil gene and then you have Mishima Zaibatsu and all of these storylines that are going on at the same time um so for some people the story mode can or the story lore of Tekken can kind of get confusing but I really enjoyed how they intertwined everything. And I felt like this is one of the better story modes that we've gotten in Tekken in a while, in my opinion. No, I, I tend to agree. I think that, you know, Tekken 7 was really, really good. And then I think that it a lot of that stuff kind of carries over here when you look at the gameplay. I think Tekken 7 was a massive step up from Tekken 6. And I think that Tekken 8 really approves on a lot of things as well from Tekken 8. And then that's... I think that for newcomers, that's probably the only real complaint on the story is that if you've not been there from the very beginning, and even if you have been there from the very beginning, uh, it can be very easy to lose track of what's happening, where characters are, stuff like that. Because again, Mortal Kombat 1 is more or less the continuation of the story from Mortal Kombat 11, which was pretty much the continuation from Mortal Kombat X, and... They're pretty easy to follow, despite the fact they got into, obviously, all the multiverse stuff, the multiple realities, the different right. timelines, all of that. But Tekken is legitimately just one storyline that has been slowly expanded upon uh, for now eight games. And that's, thankfully, they do include uh, they do include that little, like, recap where you can go into the-, the theater and you can, like, watch kind of the, the-, the general explanation of each game and where each the story took the game each time. Right. Um, but it is certainly complex. I mean, Kyle, we were talking about it. We were like, you know, there's a lot of epic shit happening at one time in this game. There's a lot of awesome stuff happening on screen. It is just a damn shame that we have no clue what is going on. Yeah, I actually really enjoyed the story mode um, for what it was. Uh, this is my very first Tekken game. I've played Street Fighter that surprises before. Me. I've played Mortal Kombat before. Um, I had never played Tekken because I just I never had the chance. I never had any friends who had it, and so mm-hmm. I just you know growing up was always a you know I was always more of a Mortal Kombat, and I played some Street Fighter here and there. But as my first introduction to Tekken, I loved this game. I, like Rusty said, had no idea what was going on in the story. I was so lost, but. It didn't keep me from enjoying it because the right. cinematics alone were epic as shit. And some of those fights were so crazy. And the whole tournament, I thought, was a lot of fun because you got to choose, you know, like different characters you wanted to play as to fight in the tournaments. And one thing that I, you know, just absolutely loved about Tekken is how it is so unapologetically 
wacky. Like they're you're fighting a bear against a guy who has a cheetah head <laughs> against a samurai, an old dude. Like I mean, there's just there is no limit to what you could see of this, and it is so fun. I you know was it's a little hard for me to play some games or to watch shows that have subtitles because I have ADHD. Mm -hmm. So like naturally it's just, it's hard for me to also read and pay attention to what's going on on the screen. And this game is one of those games where they actually speak like each of the characters speak in their native language, which I thought right. was pretty cool because it's not just like, you know, the Japanese characters are speaking in Japanese, and the English characters are speaking in English. You had the Russian characters speaking in Russian, the German characters speaking in German. I thought that was super cool. Now, granted, you're probably going to have to read subtitles for a lot of it, but it's very interesting to see that they don't try to... Uh, they don't try to, like, localize... Um, they don't dub it over. They they just they leave it as is and put the subtitles in, so it feels a little bit more authentic. Like you know, because if you were to enter a fighting tournament against people who were Russian or German, or you know, if, if it's a world tournament, they're naturally not going to speak perfect English. Right. It's really it was it was really cool. I I like little details like that in games. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Think... Go ahead, Darius. My bad. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, but yeah, no, I was thinking the same thing because. I was playing the story and you know what I noticed that and I didn't even think about like how you said though like how people are coming from different backgrounds and not everybody's going to speak perfect English I just think I just think that that's such a really good detail and I think it comes down to you know right the whole like lore of Tekken which is basically you know I and I didn't even know this but Tekken means iron fist and that's where you know I it's kind of like that that area where it's like it's kind of like a battle royale. It's like this huge tournament where you get the best the best fighters from each country, and and it shows like all right, like who's going to have their, you know, in this case of the story mode, like who's going to have their nation spared, according to Kazuya. Um, but yeah, I really thought that was really interesting. Uh, Rusty, you could go ahead. Well, no, I I was just going to agree with both of you. I mean, I think that is really cool. And again, it, it, there is something to be said about a, a franchise and a studio and developer, again, being unapologetically what they are. I mean, Tekken is very similar to Street Fighter, not necessarily in the style mm -hmm. of fighting, but in that it's very clearly not an American-made game. It's very, Correct. very clearly not an American-made game. And I like that, staying true to your roots a little bit, uh, keeping... I, I don't think there actually are any uh, language settings that you can change i think all of that is pretty much there by default and you kind of have to just deal right, with it and yeah. read subtitles but i like that i kind of respect that again they're, they're sticking to what they know and, and what their roots are and I, and I like that a lot so when we look at the actual fighting and you compare it to you know you compare the actual gameplay to games like mortal Kombat and street fighter it's really interesting because these are all the same style of game but not a single one of them feel like the other like i i thought that street fighter was a lot more of a you look at it, it's a little bit more of a higher skill floor and a and a much higher ceiling. Like if you if if you're if you don't pick up Street Fighter very quickly, if you're new to it, it's gonna take you hours and hours and hours to get decent at it. And I don't personally think that that's worth it. You look at Mortal Kombat, that's a little bit more mainstream. It's a little bit easier to pick up. That each character has some combos. Unless you're Mortal Kombat 10 Kotal Khan, that is, uh every character <laughs> Darius liked that one. Uh, <laughs> And, but unless you're, unless, unless, like, not every character mainly, but most characters have a couple combos that are at the very least are easy to pick up and chain together. And Tekken, 
falls somewhere in the middle. There are there are characters that are easy to play with. I think that King is one of them in this in this game. That King is just ridiculously easy to play as, and his combos right. are super easy to figure out. But I think King's also a very popular mainstream character. Darius, when you look at the differences in the styles of these games, what sticks out about Tekken Eight to you? Man, so when I play Tekken, right, like I, I'm just like you, like how you said earlier. I've played, I played Street Fighter Six, uh, played Mortal Kombat One heavily, and you know, just now getting a Tekken. And something, and and I will, I will give Bandai Namco this. This is, and this is for anybody that's watching who's either an experienced Tekken player or even down to the beginners. Bandai Namco deserves the biggest round of applause i have never in my life and i've played plenty of fighting games in my time it's my favorite genre but i have never in my life seen a game that allows just the most novice player to pick up a controller and be like here you know like this is how you play and they do it with such great detail you know they talk about learning the game from um, the like arcade quests, like it, it's a story mode doing arcade quests, but they teach you how to play the game, and you don't find that in Mortal Kombat, you don't find that in Street Fighter, and I think that's like, really interesting. And one thing I did like about Tekken, uh, Tekken Eight too, is that they they have the um, the I think it's the specialty style, right, where it makes it really easy, like for me, right, like if I'm playing. If I'm playing um, a character I've never played before, like for me, I've been a king main since Tekken 3. Take a king has always been my favorite character. And I love, and that's the thing that like, and this is going more towards the experience people, is that I really enjoy that Tekken is a legacy fighting game, which basically means they have brought over moves from Tekken 3, Tekken 4, Tekken 5, etc., etc. And they're still here in Tekken 8. Now the thing is, it's like, I'm not even talking about like special moves, right? Like obviously, like for instance, in Mortal Kombat, Scorpion's going to have the spear, Sub-Zero is going to have ice ball. But in Tekken, like down to like forward three, right? Forward three for, um, or forward four, I'm sorry, for King has been the same move from Tekken, like Tekken four or like Tekken three. And you look at Kazuya, like forward two um, is basically, has been his same like forward punch since like the beginning of like Tekken. And that's one thing that I love about this game in particular is that this is this has been the only fighting game where I can say, all right, if you're a beginner, you can you can pick up this game, learn it, and it'll be easy. But if you're experienced and you're a novice player, nothing has changed. If anything, it's gotten it's gotten, you know, kind of good for both sides of the party, right? Like how you said, Rusty, earlier. Mortal Kombat is always going to be like, it's always casual, right? Like the guest characters are huge. Um, that's just how it goes. So, you know, for some of those characters, it is easier to play. Um, but what, that's one thing I like about like Tekken in general. Definitely this one is that the the landscape is so massive, right? Because you have the easy, the easy like controllers for, you know, your novice players. Like I gave... Uh, I let my wife play. She's never played Tekken before, but she's having fun doing all of these sick combos because of like the specialty style. Mm -hmm. um, and and like me, like I kind of I flip back and forth because I and I didn't even know you could flip back and forth during the specialty styles, turning it on, turning it off. 
but I'm doing like huge combos that I'm just doing on arcade mode because I'm switching back and forth between, you know, um, specialty style and normal style. And I'm just doing it to have fun, you know, but that's one thing I really like about this game is the controllers. If you're used to playing Tekken and used to playing a, and used to playing a character a certain way, it's there and available. If you're novice and you just want to try it and see how it is, that's there for you too. So yeah, I really do enjoy that. I know it's a long answer, but I have to give Bandai Namco their credit because I've never, ever seen this done in a fighting game before. Well, no, I, I think that that answer is actually great because I think it, it approaches the topic of it's accessible to all levels of players, and I think that that's important. I, I think that there are some games, like the Souls games, that are meant to be difficult and that it's if right. you get into them, you kind of have to know what you're getting into and that you know, you're likely going to be upset. That there are games like Crash Bandicoot 4, Kyle, that uh, if you try to platinum them, you have to know that you're ruining your life for four years. Literally. So, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but I think that accessibility, and I think that, again, that, that being appeal, appealing to a wide range of different skill level gamers, I feel like that's crucial, especially for a game success like Tekken 8. Uh, Kyle, what for you was one of the things about the gameplay you liked. I, I know that when we talked about it, we, we talked about how smooth it feels, how fluid it feels, and that really almost more so than Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter and Street Fighter 6, because we did not like Street Fighter that much. I can't believe it won Best Fighting Game last year. Really yeah. shocked by that. Um, yeah. It felt like it was a lot, I don't want to say easier, but it felt like it was more fluid to chain attacks and combos together. And I know that we also both liked it's there was kind of that rally mechanic from Bloodborne of if you block, you might take chip damage, but you have a chance to get that health back. I think we both liked those mechanics. Yes, I, I really enjoyed, like Darius said, how user friendly this is for newcomers, because for a lot of times I was just trying to pull off, you know, some of the same combos, but it was working. And, you know, I actually there were a couple of times where I was juggling enemies. I have no idea what I'm doing or what moves I'm pulling off, but it's working. And it's what made me have a lot of fun, because I think that some games you're meant to struggle in and people just enjoy that. Like roguelikes, for example, are games that you mm -hmm. are meant to die over and over and over. And it's just, it's, I can't tell you why that's part of the fun because it's awful, but it's part of the fun <laughs> in this game. I feel like if I was failing the fights over and over and over, I wouldn't have had as nearly as much fun. Um, now, granted, I, right. I did play this on easy because I play all my games on easy because I have platinums that I did where there was no difficulty. I have nothing to prove. If you're looking to have fun with this game and you have never played a Tekken game before, go in, go on the easiest difficulty and, you know, just try out different combos until you learn stuff that works. Or honestly, sometimes... I was getting so hyped, I was I was button mashing, and I was somehow winning. Like it, it was just, it was so fun, no matter what I was doing, and that paired with the insane cinematics. Like there was that part towards the end where, you know, you become like Angel Jin. That was the coolest fucking fight ever. It was so crazy. I, I was, you know, I, I remember I was telling Rusty, I was like, man, I have no clue. What is going on right now? But this is the coolest shit I have ever seen. It's just so much <clears> fun. <throat> um, now, the final boss fight, I think my only real complaint was that I had to fight him over and over. And Now, I don't know if... <laughs> 
That was because, like I said, there was some. There was probably some really insane, like big story moments that I just didn't understand because I haven't played the previous games. So I don't understand if, like, you know, the reason you were fighting him so many times is because, like, this has been a big buildup um, against this guy. But I, I really gotta say that I. I had fun with Mortal Kombat. I had fun with Street Fighter, but I think I had the most fun with this game, and I had the least clue about what was going on. As far as like how Kyle mentioned, like the accessibility of it is like, yeah, you can. I think that's a great idea, like how you mentioned, right? Like just going in and putting it on easy mode is such a great way to get your feet wet in a game. And then they do also have too. I remember this too um, by playing the game a little bit uh, last week is that they do i know mortal kombat has combo challenges for like every single character but the training mode specifically that they have in tekken is out of this world like they're they i think i was looking at uh some reviews on youtube i haven't even gone to this feature yet but there's a pick there's a place where like they can grab your clips from like fights and they could show you how to like finish a combo or something like that and I've never, ever seen that done. As like I said, it goes back to the accessibility of it. Like, Kyle, the fact that you mentioned that you never, like, played fully, like, a Tekken game and just had that much fun with it. So, man, just imagine, right, like, if, if like, you want to even get it even better at the, you know, at the game, you can go into, you know, go into, like, the training mode and see how, you know, they could even improv like not improvise but like improve like some things that you may have even missed but at the same time you're hitting like 50 percent combos which is insane right i i also one more thing that i wanted to add that i really liked that you kind of talked about a little bit earlier was how every character has a cinematic ending and you were saying that that's been a thing for a while in tekken uh, were they always like full cinematics, or because you know how in Mortal Kombat they kind of do, and like in Injustice they do the the still shots or the still frames? Has Tekken always right. done like full cinematics? Yes, uh, Tekken has. I think yeah, Tekken has always been full cinematics. Like I, I, va- I vaguely remember playing Tekken Tekken One. Um, so I don't. I'm like ninety percent sure that all of the like all of the characters like from the arcade days have the cinematic endings because there's always this epic shot of like if anyone remembers like i think it's a uh, tekken one or tekken two but there's this epic shot of kazuya after he throws heihachi off of the um off of the cliff and everyone always makes fun of it uh so i'm not sure if that's from like tekken one like t1 or t2 i'm pretty sure it's from the first one but yeah, every single character has like a cinematic type of thing. But yeah, like how you mentioned, yeah, Mortal Kombat, even since the earlier games, has always had steals. But I know for sure that Tekken has always had cinematic endings from at least Tekken 2. Now, when they went to Tekken 4, that's when they started to become way more detailed. Right. Um, but yeah, from the most part, I do know that they a lot of them did have cinematic endings, uh, definitely at least in the first couple of games for sure. Yeah, that's one thing I wanted to highlight about this game uh, versus, you know, some of the other fighting games is that they took the effort to actually fully voice act and animate, you know, ending cinematics. So it feels like a little bit of an extra reward for doing the um, the character stories, 
which character stories as right. well are always, I think, in any fighting game is a really good addition. It's just this one is just that much more, you know? Right, yeah. They put a whole bunch of detail into this one. And, you know, I know there are some, if I'm not mistaken, there are some character episodes. I think that's what they call them. They have some character episodes that are canon. I haven't played those yet. <laughs> so um, I'll definitely get around uh, to those. But yeah, I've just been doing the character episodes and, you know, just trying to learn characters at the same time, but know more about them too as well. Yeah, that's what I was going to have next was like the character episodes for me are, are, are they really add on to the value of this game? Because I think there are a lot of people out there that say, well, spending $70 or $60 on, on a fighting game is sometimes hard for some people to palette because unless you put a lot of time in on the multiplayer, on the online stuff, you don't necessarily get your money's worth. I feel like the character episodes, if you're one of those that you don't feel like you're good enough to go online, the character episodes are enough to keep you busy for several hours, especially if you're trying to learn each character in depth and you want to see how their story wraps up. I feel like, Kyle, we talked about it, that that's, you know, it, it's just good value added on to what you get in the story because the story is relatively short. It can it can be completed in about four hours if uh, if you just rush through it and you skip cinematics at a certain point. Like, it can, it, it can be rushed through quite quickly, but... I do like the character episodes in that you do get a chance with each character to kind of learn their moveset and, and learn kind of their story within each fight as you go along with those. Yeah, I agree. I, I honestly, I like that, you know, like Darius said, there's, you know, the different, uh, the different arcade mode to really teach you different ways of playing through, you know, these, uh, these different, um, I can't remember what you call them. They were, they were kind of like episodes, but the different arcade modes. And then, you know, you have these, you can go even further and go into the character episodes, like you said, Rusty, to really learn that character's play style as well as get, you know, more of their story. Um, I think that this game also shines above others in the customization because I have seen some of the craziest characters like somebody made optimus prime in this game and it's not like like it's not like they just you know put on some blue and red clothes they they made it look as much of a robot as possible it, it was cool that's something you can't really do in mortal kombat or or street fighter because those are more reliant on you know clothing accessories and in this right. game you can physically mold your character which i thought was really why it's it makes for some insane uh, character creations um one thing that i do really want to check out is that fight lounge though because you get to create like this little me character and actually <clears throat> walk around and interact with other people who are currently online and playing tekken at the time and that's just, uh, like, this game, like Rusty said, I feel like you really do get your money's worth, even though it's full price for a fighting game. There is just so much here, so many different modes, so many things to do, even beyond the story. And after you beat the story, I believe you even get more character episodes that you could not previously do, which just makes for more content. I mean, this this game, I think, out of out of the recent fighting games we've had... This is probably the most worth your money. Oh, I 100% agree. And, you know, Kyle, I'm kind of like you where, you know, I've been I've been a Mortal Kombat guy my whole entire life. Like 100%, you know, that's been my fighting game. 
since I was a kid. But I will say because, you know, obviously the big three fighting games came out last year. And the thing is, is that, you know, I played MK1. I've played a lot of online, uh, you know, and I've had, you know, my fun with it, you know, trying to learn characters, which is cool. It's, it's great. But I mean, honestly, as a as a Mortal Kombat fan, I mean, I can honestly say that I haven't I haven't touched Mortal Kombat in a while. I'm I maybe only play whenever like the new DLC drops. Um, and that yeah, that's the only time like I play it just to learn the characters and all that stuff. But what Tekken offers is that it it offers like exactly what you said is content. Um, the thing with invasion mode, like on MK1. It was cool for like the first like one or two seasons, but it just got so repetitive. And I'm just like, okay, this is, you know, it's kind of getting redundant. Um, so I haven't played it, you know, really much at all. But the fact that I've I've only had this game for maybe what a week and a half to two weeks. And I mean, I've only played Tekken Ball once. And it's not because I don't like it, it's because I'm constantly like, okay, do I want to do um, do I want to do character episodes today? Do I want to do arcade quests? Do I want to do arcade battle? Do I want to just spend the day and start customizing my characters? Like I said, to look like uh, somebody. I, I've customized Jin to look like Goku. <laughs> um, because, yeah, exactly. So, you know, like, in it's just so fun. And I will say this, and I, I feel like any other fighting game company needs to hear this. Holy smokes, the jukebox option on the customization tab, Chef's Kiss. I know they did this in like previous Tekken games, but this is another level of detail. Like for instance, right? Like, like I would say, guys, for me, like I have been, I like I've played Tekken. Like Tekken 3 was the first Tekken I've ever played. It was in the arcade machine at the bowling alley. But I didn't go to the bowling alley like that often, right? So the next Tekken that I was available that was available to get for me was Tekken 4, which people consider like the dark sheep of the franchise. Um, because that's when the PlayStation 2 just came out. So they just released Tekken 4. But you know, it didn't sell that well, which is understandable, right? Like it just came from Tekken 3 was one of the biggest selling arcade fighting games, you know, around that time. And, you know, Tekken 4. It like I said, it's a dark sheep. But I will say this, um, and Rusty, I think whenever me and you went to Game Trader, was I looking for Tekken Four one time? I believe so. I believe so. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, so for instance, right? Like for me, so and I'm bringing this all back to the jukebox is because when I first started up Tekken Four when I was a kid, I was like nine, probably I was probably like nine years old, and whenever I first started up the game, like what made Tekken 4 so different and why it struck a chord with me is because all of the other Tekken games are really like high, you know, like really high energy per se. And they're really, you know, bouncy type music. But whenever you start up Tekken 4, it's very atmospheric and kind of creepy. <laughs> um, so the fact that like I'm, I'm on the jukebox and I can customize the character selection screen back to Tekken 4, I feel like I'm sitting back as an eight-year-old me playing Tekken 4. But the thing is that this game is way better than Tekken 4. <laughs> so, yeah, so for me, like, it, it brings back nostalgia. And I was thinking, right, like, just imagine if Mortal Kombat 1 had the 
Deadly Alliance theme song. Or even if you're a fan of the older games, like the like my favorite character select screen is the like MK trilogy, like or MK3 per se. Like that's my favorite character select screen. But they haven't added that in. So when I went to the customization in a, in a jukebox, uh, jukebox tab, and I saw that I could pick my character select screen music, oh my god! Like mm-hmm. I was like, okay, they they took customization and ramped it up to ten. Yeah, I love that personally. And again, it's it's stuff like that that I think the little details in this game are ultimately what make it the great fighting game. It is now. Will Tekken Eight end up winning anyone's game of the year award? I, I don't know. Probably not in all likelihood, unless that's all you play is fighting games, which I don't know. I may have just hoed Darius there a little bit, but Darius also <laughs> plays 2K, so we're all good. Um, so, but I think that in terms of fighting games, especially ones that have come out recently, I think we all agree Tekken 8 is right there at the top because of everything that we've mentioned. It feels like you get a lot of bang for your buck. There's a quality story being told here, and especially if you know what's going on, I think that you can really appreciate it. It does feel like there's a a pretty significant wrap-up to the ending of it, even though there are two separate endings, depending on if you let Jin win or if you let uh, Kazuya win. So it's a really, really interesting story. It's got plenty of modes, such as the arcade, the character stories. Darius, you mentioned not even touching Tekken Ball yet, and I think that neither Kyle nor myself have put enough time at all. And by enough time at all, I mean, I don't know that we've even opened that mode a single time. Uh... But it feels like there's a lot of stuff to do here. It's all high quality. The online so far, the few times I've checked it out, it's been stable. And in an online game like this, because we just got done dealing with Suicide Squad as well, Kyle, I think we can agree that having stable online, especially in an online game, very, very refreshing. So yes. uh, before we wrap up, fellas, have, have we touched on everything? Is there anything any either of y'all wanted to add? Like I said, I, I am like Rissy. Like how Rissy said, I... I specifically play a lot of fighting games that's just definitely when the big three come out right like that yeah that's always been been my type of like forte but i do enjoy uh i do enjoy other games but my main niche is fighting game and i will say like i and i've only had the game guys for a couple weeks but i feel like with this game guys like i think that i will play this more because of the options that you have available to you um and things like, like I said, I'm a huge Mortal Kombat guy, but I think if if I, I know it's early, so I don't want to get ahead of myself. I haven't even went online yet, right? Like I'm, so I don't want to jump the gun, but I think out of the big three fighting games that came out within a 12 month span or Street Fighter, maybe a little bit, you know, out of 12 months, but I feel like, man, like, I think I could confidently say, I think this may be, this may be it may slip Mortal Kombat for me. And I'm only just saying that because, you know, I, I have been interested in the Tekken story since, you know, Tekken three, but I've also known the backstory of it, but I think, I don't know, man, I, and like I said, I know it's early. I don't want to get like too hyped, but from all the other, you know, like reviews I've seen of Tekken eight, everybody's saying like, you know, the same thing, but it's just like, man, guys, like I'm honestly having, a ton of fun with this and this is not even including the dlc that's going to come out like they're going to add more customization tools they're going to add more characters there's going to be more things that are going to be able to do on this game you know versus like you know like i said with mortal kombat one it's like you got fighting you got regular fighting and then you have invasions and i feel like with mk1 that's kind of it so the fact that with this game there's more stuff coming on the horizon i feel like 
and like I said, with Street Fighter, like I haven't went back to it as well. But with Tekken, I as soon as I picked it up, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, I feel like this is going to be one of the best Tekken since Tekken 5, which a lot of people consider to be like one of the best, if not the best Tekken. I think Tekken 8 is going to be the best Tekken that they have released just because of the wide variety and the the customization, the easy it is to pick up a character. And, you know, if you're skilled, how the legacy moves are still there. And, oh, my gosh, like, I'm I'm not going to be, you know, jump the gun, but I feel like it's trending towards to being the best out of the big three fighting games that came out. Yeah, I agree. Before we go, there is one thing I did want to ask. Uh, favorite characters to use? Uh, Kyle, I know yours is the bear, so um, oh, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Kyle, I'll let you start, Kyle. You tell you can tell us who your favorite what, her favorites to use were, and then Darius, I'll let you close us out. Uh, I, okay. I actually did like the bear. Honestly, I liked, I liked using all the animals. The bear, the panda. King was OP. His moveset was so much fun. I cannot lie. He was just so badass. I played as him a lot. Oh, yeah. And, um, oh, man, I cannot remember for the life of me that the guy's name, oh, uh, oh man, he's got the sword. Victor? Oh, uh, yes. I oh, about, yeah. Was it Victor or oh, was Victor. it Yoshimitsu? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Victor. I wanted to say Victor, but then I was like, "No, isn't it the Russian guy?" But I was like, "No." So Victor's either. the Victor's the older guy, and then yes. Raven also has a sword too. Yeah, the, he's the older guy. He's it's it's um, Victor. Yeah, yeah. I, I was, dude. It, it was I don't know. There was a lot, but it was definitely between him, King, and uh, the bear. What was it uh, Kuma? Yeah, Kuma. Yeah. yeah. Those three were just so much damn fun to play as. Like, I had no idea what I was doing with any of them, but I was kicking ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for me, man, my favorite character, I, no matter how many Tekken games I play, I find myself playing King. Um, so King will forever and always be my favorite Tekken character. Um, and I don't know, I've just been a King fan, like I said, since Tekken 3. and I don't know. It's just like the the leopard mask and he's a wrestler. Like, it's so odd. But I know that there's potential like Armor King coming back, which is going to be awesome. But I will forever be a Tekken fan. Or not, well, obviously a Tekken fan, but I will forever be a King fan. And that's never going to change. Now, I will say my second player I've always liked to play was Kali. But honestly, this for this Tekken, I've played Jen a little bit more. And Jen has always been a character that's going to be, he's either going to be like really easy to use or really hard to use. But as far as his moveset, man, like his moveset has gotten better since, you know, the earlier days I've played him. So, man, um, I still haven't, I've played Steve a little bit. Steve was a really OP character in Tekken 4. That was his debut. I haven't played Steve a lot. Um, I haven't played Huaring either. But I played Yoshimitsu. Yoshimitsu's fun. But I would say, yeah, to boil everything down, man, uh, King is probably always going to be number one. And then there's going to be a big gap <laughs> for whoever falls in second place. But, yeah, King's my King's my guy. 
I guess we're all just basic as shit because I'm picking King too. Um, <laughs> no, I, I liked King a lot. King was a lot of fun. I thought, and this one's going to trigger Kyle because Kyle found her annoying as hell in the story. I thought Azusana was a lot of fun as well. The um, Wow, yes. I, I, the, I think she's Brazilian. The Brazilian with the yeah. uh, the coffee, coffee the coffee empire or whatever. Yeah. I, honestly, uh-huh. once I picked her up for a little bit and started chaining her attacks together, I, I had a lot of fun playing as her. So... She's actually the only character that I have cust- character that I've customized anything for so far. So if that tells you anything about how down bad I am, there you go. Um, <laughs> but I, I think it's a uh, I think that I think just exposing myself there is a great place to call this an episode. <laughs> so that's what I'm gonna do. Uh, so that is gonna do it for this episode of Side Mission. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at Side Mission Pod. You can follow us as well on Facebook at Side Mission Podcast. For Kyle Lynch and Darius Horton, I'm Rusty Ellis. Thanks for listening.